ترانزیشن بای پانتا کلهون Let's be together in transition اپیزود 16 Please subscribe to پانتا کلهور ترانزیشن چنل این یوتیوب and order my book Naturally Conceived through Amazon Get pregnant by unleashing your reproductive power Another beautiful day with a beautiful guest Judy Seeger is here with us and we're going to talk about health again and uh, this time about the detox. I know a lot of you know about the detox and uh, how to boost your immune system but this time is a bit different because uh, we try to talk about detox, ultrapy and even uh, doing more Uh, how we can use holistic medicine inside this. So I'm going to welcome Judy Seeger to this show. Very welcome. And uh, she is actually doing so many great things. And uh, she actually involved in alternative medicine field for more than 30 years. And uh, when her own health challenges came she had to overcome it and she actually learned a lot of uh, lo- she had to learn many things through these challenges chronic fatigue and migraine and now she's here with us and she's going to talk about it welcome to my show judy thank you fenty i'm so excited to be here share my 30 years of experience and all the things i healed it's a long long list actually and most of it through detoxing so i'm excited to share the real deep stuff about detoxing that a lot of people don't know so it's going to be a fun show yes uh judy i've heard about detoxing i know so many people actually believe that um, we shouldn't limit all ourselves to just a short period of time for detoxing that should be part of a lifestyle. Is this true or we need to have a specific time for detox first? Yeah, that's a, actually a very good question that has been coming up in the media quite a bit because uh, medical doctors will always say, and rightly so, that the body has the organs to eliminate toxins on a daily basis. Why do you have to take off a week or three days or even 20 days, 40 days to detox or do some kind of cleanse? It's not necessary. And I agree totally that the body does have organs in there to help to get rid of toxins, your kidneys, your colon, your lungs, your skin, Your liver, of course, filters everything and your lymphatic system holds the toxins. But the challenge is, is that there is so many toxins in the air that we breathe now and the um, water that we drink and the food that we eat. It's everywhere. You cannot get away from it. So typically when we go to sleep, our body rests and is able to rebuild and reset itself. And so the doctors will say, well, see, you're sleeping and your body is working to eliminate, why do you need an extra detox program? Well, because of all those toxins that are hitting us on a daily basis, it needs a little bit of extra help. Now, back 30 years ago when I started, 
I would just do it maybe once a year. I would do seven days. I would just eat very lightly. I would do some juicing and whatnot. And that was it. Now I do it four times a year in short spurts because I've learned that those toxins build up so much more quickly. As soon as you go into a store, many times the, the chemicals they're using to wash everything down, because of course we're in the pandemic. Uh, I was just at the bank the other day. And as soon as one person was there, somebody came right behind spraying everything down the windows and the counter and everything. And I'm like, uh, okay, don't breathe while I walk over there because I knew those chemicals were coming into not only my lungs, but through my skin. And I'm like, oh my gosh, it's coming in. You could almost feel the toxins coming in. So it's going to happen. I mean, toxins are just getting worse and the sprays are getting worse. The household, the personal hygiene, all those things are getting much worse. So you have to detox a little bit. You have to give yourself some time to get rid of those extra chemicals to make sure it doesn't build up because it will change hormonally inside your body. Your body will react and try to protect itself. So it will change. So it's so important. And of course, then there's you know all the autoimmune diseases and cancer, all those things react to all these toxic buildup, which suppresses the immune system, right? So it's not the focus of the detox. The focus is to get that immune system up and working the way it should be. And the only way to do that is give your body some time throughout the year to get rid of some of those extra chemical buildups that we're being exposed to every single day. Beautiful. You know, uh, that's why many people do fasting. So they eat less because they uh, give their stomach some rest and also detox for just removing toxin before having the baby. That's what I did. Like, <laughs> I know it works because uh, toxin makes you infertile. That's for sure. So you, you can, I mean, you know about this, but uh, maybe many of my audience don't know that even the plastic con containers at home, so many things that never think about it are toxins. And uh, they have to remove them to have the better health, better immune system and better quality of life. Yeah, I don't, just, to, just to, yeah. I just jump in here because you said something yes. very important that I want people to pick up on. There's fasting and there's detoxing. It's really mm -hmm. two different things. Fasting is when you really maybe just drink water for seven days or just have one food or a lot of times people just juice for seven days and they don't do anything else. That's a fast, right? And that does something very different for your body. And it's um, uh, very effective but it's very extreme for your body. Not everybody can handle it. When no. I first started it, when I was 18, I couldn't do it. I don't know about you, Penty. I could not do it. I was so sick. Oh my mm. goodness. Did you get sick when you did yours? Actually in, um, in Iran, uh, I was born Muslim, right? So uh, they do fasting. And then uh, I started fasting when I was in Iran, but uh, for whole my life or only did eight days, eight days uh, sequentially. And then I quit. I said, no, no, I can't do this. It's so difficult because they do yeah. fasting from um, morning, morning, let's say around 4, 4 a.m., 3 a.m. And then uh, finishing um, 
uh, when the sunset coming. So it's a very long time, especially long time. when it's summer. Uh, so they, you get so thirsty, you know, it's very hungry. Some people, it's, it's good in one side because your body uh, gets very uh, patient. So you learn how to be patient and how to, uh, you know, resist for something. But, you know, for me, it was not the right choice. No, <laughs> so that's fascinating. It was, that was my point. And then there's detoxing, which is what I'm talking about, where you choose certain organs to detox specifically. For example, my people who've had cancer, they've all had so much stress from the fear of the cancer and all that. And so they oftentimes will do chemo, radiation, or have surgery, or people who just take a lot of medication, or people of autoimmune diseases and they're on all kinds of medication, right? All that does a lot of damage to the liver or the kidneys, or the, they're starting to get rashes and different things coming out of their skin, right? All, many, many different things. So I'm talking about detoxing those organs specifically uh -huh. in a very specific way to allow the liver, mainly mostly the liver, uh -huh to get that working because it's got like 500 functions. It's got a lot yes. of work. That's Actually, yes, I did for my fertility. I've done wild rose detox. I don't know if you heard about it. Wild rose. Uh -huh. It's a very ancient, <laughs> it's a very old detox in Canada. So um, they do certain, uh, like they eliminate some foods like whole wheat, uh, they they have only whole wheat. They don't have dairy product, um, so it's it's a very healthy detox. Your body get to used to it, and they also have some herbs for it. For me, it really worked, and I guess my my body after that felt much lighter. Oh right, I know. It's yeah. like it, people don't realize. It's like if you leave your dirty dishes in the sink for a week, what happens? Oh, it gets it's just crusty yeah. and buggy and all that. Well, same thing happens in your body, especially in your intestines, your large intestine. Things just keep piling up, piling up, which is why a lot of times we have bad breath. A lot of times we have uh, underarm uh, odor or our skin has got rashes and is flaky and dry. That's all toxic effects, you know, all those things. So when you detox, just like you said, Next thing you know, you're getting rid of those toxins in throughout your whole body and you start thinking better, you sleep better, you have more energy. And of course, the immune system goes up. We always want to focus on that immune system. Makes such a difference when you give the body the chance, either through herbs, food, therapies, all of it is important. I like herbs. I'm an herbalist. I like herbs and they use it to go after those specific organs but you got to do a little bit of a combination here. So liver herbs are one thing with your colon herbs or your kidney herbs with your colon. I like to combine those two. And next thing you know, like you say, you are feeling better, but it has to be to do a deep detox. It's nice to be able to do the colon as well, get the skin going, sweating more, all those different things makes a difference and you feel better. I mean, you just like have this glow. Everybody's like, why is your skin glowing so much? It's like because those toxins are out, right? And you feel better. So I see, Judy, you are a natural doctor. And I'm really attracted to natural doctors because I love what you're doing. 
everything is very natural and uh, do you have um, do you actually recommend any chemical in your practice like the medicine or what exactly do you do because I know I have a lot of clients they always ask about natural doctors mm -hmm. they are they really interested to know what they do what I know you know about the labs how you can order labs and you can actually identify those chemicals inside the blood test as well. So what else do you do? <laughs> yeah, so I'm a classical naturopath, which is different than they have now. What happened 30 years ago is we were trained on basic looking at the assessment of what people are eating, what's their lifestyle, um, where is their root issue? We were trained very, very diligently about looking at the root issue because we learned that if you look at what is the root issue, what's causing the problem, then next thing you know, you take care of that and then everything else starts to heal. It just given the opportunity because you're removing that blockage. So we look at the whole body, but we're always looking to find that root and there's many, many ways of doing that. So. I sit for 10 years because I live in Florida. I can't practice as a naturopath. I just do basic consultations now, but many of the naturopaths check blood work and food and, and all that. My thing is, is to teach people that if you are looking at um, detoxing, look at the root area that you need to work with. So for example, so we believe that everything is connected. I think you do too, right? Yeah. If you're, if you're um, having, now we're gonna go into the emotional mental part because this is important, right? If you're not happy, this is like who's really totally happy right now? <laughs> we we're all we're all struggling emotionally and mentally on some level. But it, if you're like really having angry outbursts, right? And you're and you're just really irritable and you just like everything is irritating you on a daily basis, the organ, there's a connection with that. And they're finding that those organs that are connected there's a root issue there. So for example, the, the anger issues many times is connected with the liver. And so when the liver starts getting cleansed out, then lots of things start to balance out. The hormones start to balance out, the skin starts to balance out, but you gotta make that connection. And that's what naturopaths do. We look at the big picture, we look at the root. So many times for, for hormones, for example, they will use, um, even a natural like uh, armor thyroid or something for the thyroid. But a naturopath, traditional naturopath like I am, a classical naturopath, I'm gonna look at, hey, you know what? I understand the hormones an issue, but the root issue is really the liver. Let's work on that. So we might build it up, we might detox it, we might look and see what nutrients it needs and then go and adjust that. And that's the approach I've taken in 30 years and that's the approach that I see work consistently. The challenge, unfortunately, is there's so many layers of being sick. You mentioned about uh, infertility issues. That has really skyrocketed in the last, gosh, the last 10 years. I am hearing more and more issues with that, but it's because of the chemicals that are out there, right? Exactly. So that, yeah, you're absolutely right. So that has to be dealt with, and I'm seeing more of that, not less, unfortunately. I'm seeing more chemicals, more layers, more things happening. And so it's a little bit harder to find that route to get down to what is it causing? Is it something that people are, because this has happened, is in the bathroom. People are using uh, shampoo and toothpaste and underarm and mouthwash and 
creams and lotions and all that and it's really disrupting the hormones right and so then they're like well i'm infertile i don't know why well if you're putting all those things on every single day sometimes twice a day that is going to disrupt your hormones and that's going to cause problems so it's a little bit of investigative work is what i've done and then that way i find what is the big picture that is needed but what is really causing that whole problem you know i have clients for my fertility coaching and they come to me and they said we don't have any problem we don't know why we don't get pregnant i said there is a problem definitely so i look at their heat because i believe even for, for myself my body always cold like my feet get so cold sometime and then i realize if you cannot provide heat for your womb uh, you you may be infertile because and that uh, providing the heat can help you to be fertile and then i look at the toxins as you said are you using the chemicals uh, in at your home because everybody uses it like you cannot avoid using shampoo you cannot avoid using body wash but at least you can go what i did i go with the organic one the one uh maybe that doesn't have uh, so much cleaning <laughs> going but at least is much better than chemical right what kind of products uh, do you recommend uh, for washing ourselves or uh, doing like i know because that's one one part of detoxing yeah you're absolutely right i have tried like you to get everything as organic as possible natural as possible but i'm finding it <laughs> it is it's really impossible and so this is why i say you have to detox on a regular basis now. So let's talk about some practical things that your audience can do that is not hard at all. And one of the things I always tell, especially women, because women, we don't always do this, is sweating. Because your skin is your largest detoxification organ in your body. So every single day sweating. And then what many women will tell me, and I'm not sure if your clients tell you that, but I know my clients after they're 50 years old and up, they say, I don't sweat, I don't like to sweat. I'm like, <laughs> but you need to sweat. And so they say, I have a really hard time sweating, which is understandable because if you're putting lotion and cream on your skin all the time, you're plugging up your pores, see? And so that's not good. And then they say, well, but it's winter and I'm not living in Florida like you. So how do I keep my skin from being flaky and dry? Well, again, that's internal. If you're, I don't use lotion on my body, but I'm always doing things internally to because everything that's done internally comes out on your skin. Now, when I first started though, I couldn't do that because it was very, I lived in Wisconsin for 20 years. That was where my first clinic was. And it was so dry and so flaky. I had to put, so I used coconut oil or olive oil to start with, mm -hmm. but coconut. even that clogs, yeah, but even that clogs it up a little bit. So what do you do? Well, at, at least once or twice a week, you could do some dry skin brushing because that opens up the pores. That's wonderful or a salt scrub, it's very simple. You take some sea salt in the shower, you take a handful, you scrub it on your body and that opens up your pores and gets the minerals in as well. Anything you could do to open up the pores so you sweat more, it doesn't take maybe a week if you do that every day. Uh, it opens it up, you start to sweat and then the, the, the chemicals, the toxins start to come out. Now here's something very interesting. 
as they come out, many, many, many of my clients over the years have had eczema, psoriasis. I used wow. to have it. I used to have it all over my hands because it was all coming out. It was built up over the years. So eczema, the bleeding, the dry flaky, it was terrible. It was not good. But the good news is if you keep at it in a few days, it goes away. So that's good, but you have to sweat and you have to do some dry skin brushing, but that release of the toxins is so necessary to go through that. And everybody would call me, isn't there something I could do for my rash? It hurts so much. I was like, well, you can put a little coconut oil or olive oil on there, but really you have to go through a few days of it before you could get rid of it. But the toxins have to come out and that is the fastest way is through sweating. You know, Persian, <laughs> I'm Persian, uh, and um, we have traditionally we scrub our body. Right now I don't do this, but uh, we have some something you know, to scrub our body. And then, yeah, we take everything, we remove everything out, <laughs> and it really helps. I can see uh, my, my grandma always had a great skin. Even if she was old, she always... She was always glowing because she always used this. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I know, every really culture works. has different things. Yeah, exactly. Every culture has something different. It doesn't matter as long as you're doing something to scrub your skin and sweat every single day, at least 30 minutes. So maybe that means go for a walk. Maybe it means inside the house, you do some exercises, put some extra clothes on, move your body and sweat. Or the other way that I like to do, especially in the cold, is to take a detox bath. So that's very simple. You put the bath water as hot as you could take it, and then you could put a few drops of essential oils in there, everything from lavender to eucalyptus, it's wonderful. But the one that actually draws the toxins out is you could put some sea salt in there, you could put some baking soda in there, and you could put some Epsom salts in there. That's a pretty traditional detox bath. You put one cup of each, you soak in there a good 20 minutes, and then you go to bed. Oh my That's goodness, you feel so yeah. good. <laughs> Not with the three-year-old kids, you know. <laughs> yeah, well, that's the problem. When you're little I children, know. it's hard, man. Yeah. yeah, I love your talk. You know, I just uh, flashback to whatever traditionally exists before, and now people don't use those traditional stuff and then use the chemical instead. Yeah, you actually in your bio, uh, I read something about ozone. Do you do detox by ozone? How does it work? Yeah, what is ozone? And why would I mix that with detox? So my mission right now, actually, the last uh, 10 years, I have been trying to get people to understand what ozone is, because it is such a powerful therapy. So let's chat about it, right? 10 years ago, in 2010, I ended up with Lyme disease. Here I was in Wisconsin for 20 years, used to go hiking with the kids and the dogs would have ticks. Never had a problem, never got bit by the wrong tick. I come to Florida and oh, there I go. One little tick got me good and I got the big rash and then I got tested and oh yeah, I had all kinds of Lyme disease. There's different levels, I had everything. So I knew right away because I understand Lyme disease. So I said, okay, what do we do to get rid of Lyme disease? There's always a way that's natural and I like to go natural as much as possible. And so my friends who are doctors and understanding ozone said, you need to do ozone therapy, go do some sauna. And that is the quickest way. I said, ozone therapy, what in the world is that? I never heard of it. In 2010, that was my first 
exposure to it. So now we get to share it with your audience. This is wonderful. So ozone is made by nature. So the ultraviolet rays of the sun split oxygen atoms all day long. They just split these atoms all day. And so then they're floating around, but they have to form together to create oxygen. So there's the ones that go uh, two together are oxygen molecules, that's O2. But then there's ones that go O3, and that's three oxygen atoms, and that becomes ozone. So there's a lot of bad news about ozone. It's like, oh, ozone yeah, is yeah, you yeah. know bad because of the media and all that, the air. Yeah. No, 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 that's the ozone that's created by the pollution from the cars and the, oh. and the big corporation and all that pollution is going up in the air and ruins it, but we need ozone. That is actually something created by the ultraviolet rays. It's also created by thunderstorms. All this is to make ozone an extra oxygen molecule. I call it oxygen on steroids. It helps when you are working on your body that has, maybe you have bacteria issues, maybe lots of people have gut issues, right? Irritable bowel syndrome, inflammation, all that kind of stuff. So when I had the Lyme disease, I went in the sauna and this ozone gas was going in there and it does have a little bit of smell to it, but they put a fan on, it was gone, it was no big deal. And I felt like a million bucks because that the uh, sauna opens up your pores so that you're sweating and your pores are open and then the ozone comes in. Wow. And so as it's coming in, it goes and looks around for any kind of bacteria, yeast, mold, anything that doesn't belong there. And the spirochetes from the Lyme disease, it found it and it destroyed it. Now, here's the difference that rarely people talk about who do ozone therapy is that, yes, when the ozone comes in contact with the pathogens, the toxins in your body, what happens to it? Right, so here the extra oxygen comes in, destroys it. It's like it's like searching, looking around. Oh, there's one. Let's squash it like a bug. But then it's still in your body, right? So if your body can't get rid of it easily, you don't feel good. You start getting headaches, or you might get some rashes because your body can't get rid of it. You're blocked up. You have not been doing detox. So that combination of doing the detox and keep everything open, your skin, your lungs, your liver, your colon, all that when it's open, as the ozone goes and kills those toxins, it could be released very quickly and then the healing begins. So what happens is as the toxins are pushed aside, they're like, bye-bye, see you toxins. Then guess what comes in? The immune system. So the wow. T cells come in and says, hey, to the rescue, da, 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 and they come in and they build up your immune system and heal you. So the ozone doesn't heal you, it just gets rid of the things that are blocking it, right? We're looking, get those T cells to do the job and come in and boost up your immune system so strong that disease cannot be in your body. Now Beautiful. that is exciting. That is beautiful. Exciting. So, but I have a question. I used to live in Australia for three years mm -hmm. and they said, you know, as soon as I went there, immigrated there, I had lots of allergies started. Like in Iran, I didn't have any problem. I didn't, I even recognized my asthma in Australia. And then what happened? I had lots of, I had to scratch myself all the time. So I had dry skin. So the weather was not really, 
was not a good fit for me in the beginning. And I went to doctor. Uh, he gave me some cream to to be um, uh, to have a better skin, and I had to use it all the time on my body. I've heard that uh, Australia, um, in Australia, the ozone layer is torn. Um, and there are so many people have lots of cancer. They're like a skin and cancer, cancer right? because yeah. they don't take care of themselves and are out without any protection. Especially they always uh, told us, um, be careful about your ears because ears is the, is the uh, place that you never put any oil on it <laughs> when you go out. So, so many people get cancer skin from the ear. So it, it was interesting for me while living there. So yeah, any kind of skin issues is always because what's happening is, again, it's coming into your body, there's a blockage there, and it cannot get out fast enough. And it has to be dealt with the immune system being strong enough on the inside. I didn't know Australia, I knew Australia had a lot of skin cancer. I didn't know about the air over there. And that's, were you on the, over yeah, by Sydney not, or were you by Perth? I was uh, in Canberra, so two hours from Sydney. So it was, uh, the, the weather was in uh, Australia was very dry. I mean, we had very strong sun. Mm. Sydney was a bit different because it was humid. Mm -hmm. uh, because it was by the ocean, you know, but uh, we had a very, um, the sun so strong, so you couldn't, you had to have the uh, eye, um, like, eyeglass all the time, you know, but uh, what is this, like, how can we protect ourselves from the, uh, this problem, like uh, um, ozone layer, and because you say ozone is good, I don't know, if it, if, this one is that ozone you're talking about? Yeah, or? so the, remember I was yeah. saying there's two different kinds of ozone. So the bad one is when the layer has been damaged because of what's happening in the air, at, air's atmosphere due to pollution, right? And the pollution will drift from country to country. So maybe Australia doesn't have a lot of pollution, but the damage drifts. Just like uh, when there's a nuclear waste or when there's a, a big tankard of oil that spills, it goes for miles and miles across the ocean. Well, same thing in the atmosphere, things travel. So whatever it is, how the question is, how do you protect yourself? So some people put on sunblock, yes, but you have to be careful because you're blocking your pores again. So you have to use a very natural type of sunblock. Best thing is to put clothes on, making sure that you're having everything protected like you said. But again, if you're using ozone inside, I recommend using it only for pain and inflammation, right? So when there's a major pain inflammation due to um, an overgrowth of bad bacteria, or if there's an overgrowth of yeast, especially candida, my goodness, seems like everybody and their sister has candida, then ozone will help to reduce that very, very quickly. And then when you detox it, I've had people it, it, within 30 days, it's like they've had candida for years and years and then they get rid of it. So ozone comes in suppositories because they take the olive oil and then they infuse the, the gas because how are you gonna take ozone as a gas, right? It's, uh, how do you do that? So when you put it in the oil, the oil is infused with the ozone and then you take it as a suppository so you could use it vaginally you could use it rectally, you could take the capsules, it helps the stomach, 
and the gut biome, all that could be taken care of by just taking a little bit of ozone. It's very strong because it's three oxygen molecule or atoms together. So it's just a little bit is all you need. You don't really need much to get it in your system. Yes, thank you so much. I, I really learned so many things today. <laughs> I've heard ozone, um, there, are, um, there are in some uh, barber shops, you go and uh, they have a skincare stuff as well. And uh, there, is, uh, there is a button called ozone. <laughs> I'm not sure if uh, you're talking about that one as well, because this one actually give you some ozone on your skin. So I don't you know. You could use ozone as a, I mean, they make the oil so that you could put it on your skin. You know, that's, oh. yeah. So that's, that's the same. Yeah. I mean, ozone can be made in a capsule suppository or on an oil to put on your skin. Some people put it on their teeth for their gums if they have bad uh, gum issues, but it's again, it's strong. And so sometimes the smell of that, I can't do it but a lot of people do it and then clear up their gums. So whatever is the pain and inflammation and you're looking at detoxing, I have just learned when I had my limes that when I added the ozone, it got rid of it and I took it to my clinic and I said, let me go find out if this works for people with cancer and autoimmune disease. It was like, wow, I put them in a little sauna, did the ozone and they felt so, so good. And I was like, okay, let's, let's continue on and let's make this easy. But the challenge is people will be calling you and say, well, where is this ozone doctor? How do I try this stuff? And it's very difficult because there's not many out there. Many clinics have closed, right? So this is why I'm introducing people to say, do your detox, but look at ozone capsules and ozone mm -hmm. suppositories because it might be something that could help with serious pain and inflammation. Yes, beautiful. So I just want to uh, show my audience how can they uh, contact with you. And um, if you have any program or any freebies that you can give my audience, please do. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. I have a 21 easy ways to start and stay on your detox. Um, super, super, like 21, like you could pick and choose. You don't, you don't even have to do all of them. So I'll make sure I'll give that to your audience. No problem. So is this uh, here, Judy Seeker, detox.com, right? Yes. <laughs> mm -hmm. Beautiful, beautiful. Thank you so much, Judy. I really enjoy talking to you. I learned so much. I, I had lots of questions, but unfortunately we don't have so much time left. <laughs> So thank you thank for letting you. me uh, talk to your audience. And if there's anybody who has questions, more than happy to chat with you and see what I could do to help. But thank you so much for doing this, Pentia. You've got yeah, a you. mission out there to help people. And I certainly appreciate you. Yeah, thank you so much, Judy. That was so great having you here. Thanks.